0: What's up, you badass? Welcome to the Badass Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Moore, yogi, self-development junkie, and certified badass, here to help you elevate your life so you can feel amazing and be the absolute best version of your badass self. So roll up your sleeves, grab a notebook and a glass of wine because we're about to do the damn thing. my badasses hello welcome to your freaking day so I don't know what day of the week it is wherever you are when you are listening to this but right now for me recording this it is Monday and I freaking love Mondays if it's not Monday for you it's okay we're still gonna get a big old knowledge bomb dropped on you today so you are welcome (laughs) stick with me okay so, y'all, I, I really, really love Mondays. Like, I freaking love them. And I'm not being sarcastic. I used to hate them. Um, but I'm pretty sure that that had to do a lot with the fact that I was feeling kind of trapped in my life and career where I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And, you know, I was just complaining about Mondays because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Mondays are supposed to suck. I started working on my mindset, and really taking control of my happiness, I learned to appreciate Mondays for what they are, a fresh start, an opportunity, and if those don't work for you, just another day of the week, right? No need to get upset about it. Anyways, so in my fitness business, Mondays are super important. I say this all the time. My customers are probably sick of me saying it, but Mondays set the tone for the week, And it's true. Honestly, I can tell you the people that I see show up for classes on Mondays, I know that I can count on seeing them the rest of the week. I have no doubt that they'll be consistent and that they'll make good choices concerning their health and their nutrition and their fitness. And the people who struggle to start the week right on track will struggle all week. There's just some psychology behind this. And I promise you, if you haven't noticed it, you're going to start noticing it. So this is not just me spewing facts, y'all. The Association of Psychological Science published an article recently about why Mondays are so integral in goal setting and success. So they call it the fresh start effect. And basically what they're saying is that We are more successful and empowered and motivated to pursue our goals when we feel like our past failures are behind us. So, success is in front of us. And so, Mondays, they say, based on a lot of studies and surveys, that Mondays are the best day to start something new or set goals because the majority of people look at Mondays as our fresh start. So, There you go. Another awesome reason to like Mondays. So I noticed this a great deal in my own life. Um, Y'all, like with even the silliest things, like this is going to sound a little bit just crazy, but if I'm running like a little bit late in the mornings on Mondays, like if I'm just having a particularly frazzled morning and I leave my house five or 10 minutes later than I like to, it will literally happen Every single day the rest of that week. Seriously, if my Monday morning doesn't start out right, every single morning is that way for the entire week. But if I get up with my alarm and I go through my morning routine and I give myself time and I leave the house on time, cool, calm, and collected instead of frazzled, I rock Monday And my entire week goes smoother. It really, really is true. I don't know why this is a fact for me, but it is. And maybe you've noticed something similar. So if you have, tag me on Instagram, send me a message, let me know, at heybadassyogi. I'd really like to know, actually, if I'm the only one that experiences this. So let's talk about how to make sure Mondays go right. So for me, that starts on Sunday. And I always, I know everyone's like, but what about Sunday Funday? Ah." Um, (laughs) I always have Sunday Funday. I do. I always have Sunday Funday. I always make sure that I get some R&R on Sundays. I'm refreshed. I'm relaxed. I enjoy Do something fun I try and make sure that I get outside if the weather cooperates but I always make sure that I take just a little time on Sundays to prepare for my week so I want to give myself every opportunity to wake up with energy and feel amazing and even like one glass of wine can really mess with your sleep so no alcohol on Sunday nights I only really Have it on Friday and Saturday nights when we're like out to dinner or with friends or whatever. I've gotten to a routine where I don't drink any alcohol Sunday through Thursday and it's great. So that's the first thing that I do on Sundays is make sure that I am just hydrating with lots and lots of water. So I also spend a little bit of Sunday doing some prep work for Monday and for my whole week. I make what I call a critical tasks list. And this is something that I've been doing for years. And Andy Frisella actually in part of his 75 hard challenge on phase one has you do something similar and it's really, really powerful. So it's a list of non-negotiable things that I have to do every day to move myself forward. Now this can really depend on what your goals are. If you are a business person, these goals might be something to move your business forward. It might be, um, you know, getting those emails written out, um, working on your marketing plan, um, contacting customers. I don't know. You know, maybe it's personal goals. Maybe it's your one of your goals is to run a 5K. So maybe every single day that critical task is to do training, to get out and run and stretch and prepare your body. So what I do is I take out my planner and on the weekly pages, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. If you have a planner, I love a paper planner. Oh, P.S. My favorite paper planner is an Erin Condren planner and you can get a link to it on my website. She's got some new ones that just launched and they are beautiful. Anyways, that was a side note. Um, on my weekly planner page under each day, I write down what my critical tasks are going to be for that day. And it's usually between how depending on how big those things are and how time-consuming they are, anywhere from 2 to 5 or 6 items. I could totally go crazy on my to-do list and have 50 things on there, but all I'm going to do is get mad when there's 50 things on there and I only get 10 of them done. So I don't do that that to myself anymore. I'll tell you what I do do though. I have a notebook that's literally a list. It's just a notebook with with one giant running list. And it has a whole bunch of stuff I want to do. Like just things I need to do for business, things I need to do for my home, whatever. And I just start, I just slowly check things off this giant long running list when I get there. And once in a while, for my critical tasks, I go back to that list and say, okay, I've got some time this week. What one of these Things that I wanted to do for my business can I start working on? So I have this long running to-do list and then I have my critical task list where I have to break things down and say, okay, what do I have to do today and this week to move myself forward, to make myself better, to reach my goals, to up-level my business, whatever it is. So that's the first thing. I also schedule my workouts the ones that I am teaching as well as anything else that I'm doing on my own. I literally write it on my calendar. On that same week planner, each day, I write the workouts that I'm going to do. Teach yoga, go for a walk, teach Pilates, go for a run. Whatever it is, it goes on my calendar because important things go on my calendar and my workouts are important. They're important meetings I set with myself And I do not cancel them. I also try and set myself up for success in the nutrition department. And I just want to make sure y'all heard the word try. (laughs) I am not perfect in this area at all. It is probably the area of my life that I find most challenging and frustrating is the nutrition department. Because let's be honest, you know how to eat healthy. I know how to eat healthy. I know how to count macros. I teach people how to do it all the time. But it is not always easy to stick to it even when we know better. But I do find that when I'm prepared, things go so much better. I am not the kind of person who can just go to the fridge and just pick something healthy. This is what I have to do. I have to plan everything that goes into my mouth if I'm going to eat healthy and stay on a plan I have to plan everything I use my fitness pal I just use the free one it's not a big deal but the night before I plan what I'm going to eat so when I'm getting ready for bed part of my bedtime routine is open up that app and say okay what are we having for dinner tomorrow what are we having for lunch tomorrow what are you going to eat for your snacks tomorrow And I plan it all out and I make sure it falls within my macro range. And if possible, on Sunday nights, I also do a little bit of prepping. And my meal prep does not look like a lot of people's meal prep. I don't cook everything because there's just something to me about reheated food. It's not as fun and it's not as easy for me to stick to it. And if my husband says, hey, do you want to go to Michi's? And my option is something reheated that I cooked four days ago you better damn believe I'm going to go to amichi <laughs> That's just how it is in this house, y'all. So what I do, my meal prep is more um, like getting snacks together, chopping up um, fruits and veggies, getting meals kind of half together. Sometimes I do like um, like a freezer meal thing where I put all the ingredients and the stuff together and then like marinate the meat and everything and just throw it in the freezer. And then the, that morning I wake up and throw it in the crock pot and then our meals are always fresh. And if it's just a matter of just, you know, chopping up everything and, and seizing it and getting it ready and putting it in the fridge so that before I leave for class in the evenings, I can say, hey, Travis, that's my husband, by the way. Hey, Travis, here's my um meal that I got ready for us just throw this on the uh, in the oven at seven o'clock and it'll be ready when I get home or something so usually our meals are fresh it just works better for us um you need to figure out what works best for you something else that really made a huge difference in my happiness and my productivity is working on my attitude surrounding Mondays. So looking at it as an opportunity, as I mentioned before, like changes everything and it's an opportunity for a fresh start. So changing how I looked at Mondays made a huge difference. Maybe find a way to reward yourself at the end of the week for doing all of your critical tasks or sticking with your nutrition or scheduling and keeping all of your important workout appointments with yourself. I'm not saying like every weekend go hog wild on pizza and ice cream because you did good during the week because that's just going to undo everything, right? But, you know, it's a small rewards like having a margarita on Saturday. Um, and sometimes that makes all the difference. So remember, what you think about, you bring about, y'all. So if you're choosing to have a bad attitude about Mondays, Uh, you'll have a bad attitude you'll have a bad Monday that's completely up to you my friend so this really should not stop with just having a great Sunday and and Monday plan though creating routines for both our morning and our evening is a really easy way to create a little structure in your day and it will ensure that you start and end it in a healthy way. Give you a feeling of accomplishment and it tends to create a ripple effect in your life. So you've probably noticed sometimes the ripple effect when you start to get on like a really good plan and you, you know, when you start working out, you start to want to eat better because you don't want to undo, you know, the hard work that you did and that kind of creates a ripple effect. You start you start working out and then you start eating a little better and then you start being a little more mindful about other health related things going on in your life. So you know once you've established your morning routine you'll feel so good and productive that it sparks an energy that moves you through your day. When I started my whole morning routine thing I was pretty overwhelmed uh so I was pretty much just rolling out of bed and brushing my teeth getting dressed and leaving the house with coffee in my hand sucking it down on the way to the studio and I think I think it was Rachel a Rachel Hollis podcast that actually got me thinking about my morning habits or I guess lack of (laughs) my morning habits I should say Uh, she's actually done a few podcasts talking about her routine. Uh, and they're really great if you want to have a listen. But when she first started speaking to me about morning routines, um, speaking to me, I just said, don't you love it when they sound like when you listen to a podcast and you feel like they're speaking to you, (laughs) she was speaking to me. Oh, great. Um, I'm thinking I need to get up. An extra two hours early to do all this stuff and make myself some fancy green smoothie and meditate for an hour. And my day is going to have to start at 4 a.m. And how the hell am I supposed to do that? That's seriously what I was thinking when Rachel Hollis was explaining her morning routine because her morning routine kind of looks that way <laughs> to me. But after some time and after hearing a lot of other successful people talk about their morning routines, because y'all, a morning routine really is integral in most people's success if you go look at any multi-million dollar earner I guarantee you they have a morning routine that's awesome but anyways so what I learned from listening and watching other people's um, morning routines is that that is not the case I don't need to get up at 4 a.m. and do all of these things for an hour it doesn't have to be complicated at all It just has to have some structure and consist of healthy habits. So doesn't that alone just make you excited to have a morning routine? (laughs) It really made me excited too. So I was totally stoked to start mine, like especially after knowing how it would benefit me and my business because y'all, so many people testify that their morning routines is what gave them the energy to tackle their busy days to boost creativity and just you know made them ultimately happier and healthier people which in turn improved their business because y'all those things go hand in hand so when you work on yourself everything else in your life improves business family relationships all of it finances okay so what should your morning routine look like Um, I'll show you what mine looks like and then you can kind of decide what yours should look like. Mine is simple. I wake up at about 530 and I take my dogs out. Then I come inside and my husband and I make our coffee and I sit and I read for about 15 minutes while I sip on my coffee. The books I read in the morning are always nonfiction. They usually pertain to business or yoga or personal development. Um... And no matter, no matter what it is, the purpose of this is to get is of this time is to get my brain turned on for the day and learn something new. Then I get in some movement. And depending on what day it is, and this is where your day is going to look different. I either get outside and walk or I do some yoga or some days I do both. Um, And then finally, I end it. With about 10 minutes of meditation or journaling or both. So that's a pretty easy morning. I know some people who do the 15-15-15 rule. They do a little stretching and yoga for 15 minutes. They do a little meditation for 15 minutes. And then they do like planning for 15 minutes. Planning like their tasks list and the things I do at night they do in the morning so that's not something that has to wake you up at four o'clock in the morning your routine doesn't have to include even an hour of movement like I said you can do 15 minutes of something just to get the blood flowing so your goal is to do healthy things in the morning that that tackle two goals to get your body moving the blood flowing and to get your brain moving and the blood flowing in your brain get your brain working and waking up and thinking so that is your goal maybe 15 minutes of prayer meditation 15 minutes of reading and 15 minutes of movement that would be a great great morning routine Um, and it doesn't have to be like hardcore movement again gentle yoga or stretching is just enough to get the blood flowing and your joints moving so I hope that you have an idea of what your morning routine is going to look like. And I'd love to hear from you once you implement it and let me know how it's working out for you. Um, I do want to finish with just a quick little comment about a nighttime routine because I really do think that's important too. At night, I start 30 minutes before bed by taking my dogs out, getting them their CBD oil treats, and getting everybody upstairs and then I get myself ready by brushing my teeth flossing using my mouthwash washing my face using my serums my moisturizers sometimes a quick shower if my if I got home late from a workout and then I read again For about 10 minutes. Sometimes it's the same book. If I'm really into it. Sometimes it's just a fiction book. Something to just make me sleepy. Because I try not to stare at my phone. And that again. I try. I'm not perfect here. Sometimes I do get lost in the rabbit hole. That is Instagram. At 9 o'clock at night. (laughs) And I'm staring at people's beautiful pictures. Um, But I try not to. Because there is a lot of studies. That found that you can really. Um. Cause some damage to your quality of sleep by staring at a screen before bedtime. So, my friends, I hope that you will establish a nighttime routine as well. Let me know how that goes. And if you need some help on my website, I do have free resources, including a PDF to help you establish your morning and nighttime routine, as well as a copy of mine, which you're welcome to use. I recommend printing and filling it out and hanging it somewhere where you have to see it first thing in the morning and before you go to bed at night like the bathroom mirror is a great place for that Um, there's also a pdf on creating your non-negotiable tasks list your critical task lists I'd hang that one maybe at your desk or your workspace So remember, your routines do not have to be long or complicated. The simpler, the better, because the more likely you'll stick with them. And like all new habits, they take time. So keep doing them as best as you can. And eventually, it will become part of your identity. So y'all, our easiest hacks to happiness... Start with us. They start with our morning and evening routines and creating healthy habits and also working on our mindset, of course. But these are simple things that you can do. And once you've established these routines and they've become part of your identity by doing them over and over again and creating those habits, you will feel better, you will feel happier, and you will be healthier. And that is the entire point, right? absolutely. So get out there, be safe, be kind, and be awesome. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast or took a nugget or two of wisdom with you, won't you please share the love? Send this podcast to a friend who needs to hear it, post it on your social media, and head over to iTunes and give us five stars. Don't forget when you're out being your badass self to tag me on Instagram at HeyBadassYogi so I can see my badass friends doing big things. Until next time, you are worthy of all things you desire for your life. So get out there and take it, you badass.